Brandy prank is gonna come out of this. And like, you know that they're not getting it right. Yeah. You know, they're not really scooping up every bit. No, they're just scooping as much as they can, so then there's just like a thin layer of shit everywhere. Yeah, and then <laughs> and then when it scoops back up into the belly of of the drone. Yeah. They go and get more and does that fall out? I don't know, but these are gonna be some stank okay. drones. <laughs> Welcome to Hey You Know It. My name is Jaquetta Sotmar, and I'm here with my co-host, Katie Kazmier. Hey You Know It is a podcast that tells you how it is or how it should be. You can listen to Hey You Know It on iTunes, a new episode every Monday. And here they are, Jaquetta and Katie. So I want to kick off with some robot news. Again, this is this falls under the, the Katie bot as a robot that just does has one, one discrete thing. function. Because that's how I feel. Like, robots should only be <laughs> programmed one to do thing. one thing. And we should have millions of them in our home. Right. Ready for each thing. They should be in a shed. Yeah. And then you call on one. Yeah. Where's, it's like a, where's the one to unscrew the lid on the jar? It's like barware. You know yes. I mean, you have a different glass for each different drink. You right. don't put your Tom Collins in a rocks glass. That's right. You just don't. Because we're the classy yeah, we're robot connoisseurs here. Um, so, it's... This is an article um, about some of the robots for pets that were unveiled at CES this past year. And there's a robot... Ro- wait, uh, yeah. a robot for your pet? Well, a robot... Well, some of them are for the pets, and oh. some of them are to replace, you know, what you would do for a pet. Oh. Okay. So, apparently, a lot of people don't like to pick up after their dogs. Oh, yeah. And I find this interesting because I've always had dogs, uh, and I don't... Of course, no one enjoys picking up poop. But mm-hmm. I'm like, I don't care. Yeah. It's, it's twice a day. Yeah. Um, you know what I mean? It's not a huge part of my day. It takes like two seconds. You, If you do it correctly, it's completely sanitary. You just throw it away. Right, right. But I also always have a small dog. Yeah. Because uh-huh. I refuse to pick up large dog poo. It's just not going to happen. Like people who have have like huge dogs like St. Bernard, there's a couple of people in my neighborhood that have Great Danes. I'm like... It's like football size. Basically. Yeah. yeah and I'm not doing that. Yeah. I'm not doing that. There is a, a, just a quick side note. In Hoboken, they are cracking down on people who do not clean up after their dogs because it's so much. How are they doing There's it? cameras all over the place now. Okay. And I wanted them to jump out and be like, ha <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, but the fine is like $1,000 because it's gotten so out of control. Good. And are I they, are they, they fining people? They better. Yeah, I, okay. It, this law just came into effect. Anyway. This is a good thing. So there was one robot called Laika. There's another one called Beetle, B-E-T-L-E, and then one called Poop-Ha. Poop-Ha? Poop-Ha. Poop-Ha. Oh, God. Um, which actually scoops up the dog poo. Oh. So it walks around behind, or like rolls around near or behind your dog. I don't know how it senses the shit. But then it kind of rolls over to it and scoops it up. Oh, it doesn't catch it in midair. No, I would like that though. It's I don't know if dogs would. I uh, yeah, know that. that's the thing. Yeah. I thought about it. That would be great. That would be a great, um, you know, uh, solution to this problem. Yeah. But the thing is, then you train a dog to have somebody catch it. I don't know if dogs would allow you to approach them or anyone or anything to approach them when they're in such a vulnerable position. Uh, I see. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> It's just not, it seems like that would go against evolution. Yeah, yeah. For dogs to be like, no, this is fine. Could you imagine if humans were like that? Exactly. Like, if a giant hand came out and was like, do this right here. Yeah. I mean, you'd, you'd have, I think humans would probably go for it before dogs. Yeah. Um, so, and there's another one called a pooch power shovel that is a vacuum-based suction robot mm-hmm. that cleans up poop as well. Um, so. A suction, oh. 
Yeah, I know. You know what? Then you have to clean that out. Yeah. Well, this is the thing. So these things that scoop up the poo, like they don't dispose of it. They just kind of roll around with it. And then when it's full, apparently, it alerts you to it being full. And then what do you do? Burn it? <laughs> I have no idea. <laughs> then you just have like a gigantic <laughs> amount of it yeah. that you have to deal with. Um, there's also something called a litter robot, which detects when a cat has used a litter box, cleans it up, and then throws it away. Uh, but it also, so there's always like a weird element of surveillance to this. We don't need to be surveilling our pets yeah. this way, but this litter robot cleans out the litter box, but it keeps track of how often the cat visits the litter box and then sends you um, messages about it through an app. Why do you need to know this? I don't know, but you know how I feel Unless about cats. Unless it swallowed a, a nice ring. Well, if, if cats find out about this, it's going to be on. <laughs> I think dogs would be like whatever cats are like they're doing what now they're monitoring how many times I visit my own litter box I don't think so yeah. I could eat them in yeah. their sleep their soft parts yeah I'm going sum it up my, yeah, my could, primal side yeah I could suck out all their children's breath and there'd be nothing That's left right they morning. can do that um, so then there's another one that's a called from this company called Petrix it's a smart bed that tracks how much time your pet spends sleeping or as it says here, lazing about, as if the dog is, like, on the job. Has a report to get in <laughs> yes. by the end of the but day. But instead, he was just napping in the sun. Lazing about. Lazing about. So it's activity tracker alerts you when the pet needs to go out or take a walk. I don't know how. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the temperature changes depending on whether it's time for the pet to sleep or wake up. So here's your dog. Happy as Larry, minding his own business, uh-huh. taking a nap at a nice, cool place. All of a sudden, it's hot as hell. Oh. So they're manipulating the the temperature of the dog bed to like either get him moving or I guess molt, help him stay in the place that he's How in. How would you like that, people? If somebody like all of a sudden put on air conditioning under the covers? Yeah, well, that's cool. But, but why do that? Like when I want my dog to get up, I do this little thing called whistle. Yeah, and then the dog comes over. It's not they're not they're not like humans. It's yeah. not hard to rouse a dog. Yeah, they're not like <laughs> they're not fighting like, the day yes. and depression. And they're like, all dude, things. I just need yeah. a few more minutes. Yeah, I can't. Um, there's another one called Z and Z One. I don't know if it's Zand Zone or if it's Z and Z One. Pet companion robot. It will play fetch with your dog mm-hmm. when you can't. I guess when you're not there, it shoots out tennis balls. It'll also hand out a treat oh. at uh, at a pre pre approved times through a monitor. It will allow you to speak to your pet nice. when you're not there. Yeah, see, I don't know how I feel about that. I know my dog growls at the mirror. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like, I don't know how it, well they can tell. Uh, yeah, disembodied voice. That you're not trapped in there yeah. with those treats. Right. And my dog is a small dog, but she's pretty insistent on getting a treat. Can you imagine? I mean, if dogs yeah. start to think like these things have treats inside and my master's in there, they're not going to stop. Yeah. <laughs> Until right, they get right, that thing right, open, right. I would hope. Um, then they have for, for cats, they have a robotic mouse. It's like, come on. Just get a mouse. Just get, just get a mouse. Just move into my old apartment where I used to live in Morrisania. <laughs> they have this, a, robot, a robotic toy shaped like a mouse, complete with a tail, runs around. It'll be like the Coliseum. That's what you do every <laughs> <Yes>. night. <laughs> it's called Mouser. Um, then there's another one called Whistle, that if your pet goes away from an area that you have you know, demarcated for them, it lets you know. It, like, tells on your pet if your pet's gone too far. All right. Um, I would just say, like with children, like, keep an eye on your pet. Yeah. 
It's going to be too late if your dog wanders in the road and you hear the whistle at the same time that it's going splat. <laughs> so I would just say keep an eye on your... It also, because the marketing research has shown that people want to know where their pets are when they're not around. Mm-hmm. They're in your house. No, they're in you your house. Just there where you left them. Yeah, they're there where you left them. They're sleeping. Yeah. Minding their own business. Like, that's what... If, if your pet is happy, <clears throat> especially for dogs, they can sleep up to like 18 hours a day. Yeah. That's what they're doing. Yeah. That's what they're gonna be doing. Um, oh, they're trying on your clothes. Uh, yeah, that's they're, what they're, they're doing. They're putting on your jewelry. Yeah, looking <laughs> through your statement. They're putting on your wigs and pantyhose. <laughs> um, they said one of the problems with these robots is that they are very expensive and generally, you know, exceed the cost of, that people are willing to put into their pets. Well, <clears throat> um, but that's yeah. the problem. <laughs> yeah, that's the problem is that they can't make them cheap enough. But to what you were saying earlier about uh, the problem in Hoboken, they now have drones. So there's a drone um, company called Space 53 in, in the Netherlands, and they're deploying these drones to pick up dog poop. And I guess fly off with it, which to me is terrifying. Yeah. Like, I, <laughs> like how high are these? Have they thought this through, the Dutch? Uh, yeah, right, right. Have they right. thought it through? So what if it accidentally is released? And yeah. what if it crashes into another drone or a building or an, a bird but and then comes it crashing says, down? It says technology relies on heat sensing to detect poop. Then the drones swoop down and pick up the waste. Wait a minute. Whether, you, whether asleep or at home walking on the street, your pet might soon have eyes on it. Even if you take yours away. So now they're monitoring our pets. Yeah, but then now people are going to... What it's really going to do is train... Drop poop on somebody. It's going to train people how to leave poo Poo. around. And that some drone is going to come get it, and the drones will never come. I I don't think these drones are going to be... uh, Where are they taking the poop? I feel like a massive fraternity prank is going to come out of this. And like, you know that they're not getting it right. Yeah. You know, they're not really scooping up every bit. No, they're just scooping as much as they can, so there's just like a thin layer of shit everywhere. Yeah, and then, <laughs> and then when it scoops back up into the belly of, of the drone, yeah. they go and get more, and does that fall out? I don't know, but these are going to be some stank okay. drones. <laughs> it's going to just be like smelly And then somebody's going to have to clean them out. Mm-hmm. Whose job is that going to be? Another, Another drone. robot. A, lo- a lower drone is like, oh, man, you wouldn't believe what I got to do. You guys are flying around with shit. You don't even want to know. I'm just a gigantic tongue. I'll leave it at that. I got, I got nothing. So, yeah, that's my report on the robots for pets. Just pay with your, play with your pets, people. Uh, How awful is that? <laughs> just drones. There are going to be drones flying around towards the end of our lifetime. We're going to be like, what's in now? It's like, shit. I don't know. What about this one? Oh, Amazon. <laughs> like... Really? Just pick up after your pets. It's not that hard. You can even get a bag. I get these biodegradable bags. They smell nice. I don't know why. Yeah. But they, they're made of cornstarch, and then you put them in the garbage, and then they disintegrate. That's awesome. With everything else. Very easy. Okay. I also have a very small dog with small poo. <laughs> it's almost adorable. Yeah. But I'm, I imagine some people, are, yes, they're probably picking up something the size of a human foot. You know? Oh, yeah, stuff I've seen. Oh, the stuff I've seen. And what happens when it, the dog isn't feeling well? It's runny. Oh, no. What about that drone army? <laughs> With a straw. Yeah. They come by. <laughs> That's terrible. With a straw and a vacuum. Yeah. Oof. That's the gross. lowest level of drone. I hope nobody's listening to this during their lunch or dinner. Who would be listening to this during a meal? I don't know. If you listen to us during meal times, please let us know. Um, I'm just really curious. Just email us at hey, you know it at gmail.com. Yeah, just let us know. Just let us know. I'm imagining that you're on your, your commute. Yeah. Or you're at the gym. 
not having a fine Beaujolais and like a nice steak as we're talking about shit drones, basically. All right, what do you have? So you play bass keys, drums, guitar, sing lead or rap, horns too. Looking for a place to go Saturday night, 8 p.m. to 12. Funkadelic Studios, y'all. The fully equipped rehearsal yeah. studio has got everything you need to jam. What you waiting on? 209 was 40th Street. Come one, come all, and you can bring your bandmate, lover, or friend. Yeah, come prepared to jam. Well, I have The Weekend Bigots. Oh, awesome. So The Weekend Bigots is a segment that Katie has put together where we learn about what words that are bigoted that are in the water stream. We use them normally. We don't even know. Yeah. We're being huge bigots. Right. They've been flying around for years and mm-hmm. everybody's forgotten the origin. Okay. Maybe okay. we should have a drone for that and pick those up. Yeah. Right. <laughs> uh, so, Grandfather Clause. Okay. Uh-oh. Yeah. <clears throat> Grandfathered in. What does this mean? Remember, so, Grandfather, how we use it, um, it's like... For instance, the drinking age used to be 18 mm-hmm. in New York, and then they changed it to 21. So, but they said, well, if you were born on such and such a date, mm-hmm. and you turned 18 this year, then you're grandfathered in, and you don't have to wait till you're 21 because we all promised you. Doesn't that just make the law ridiculous? Yeah. Either it's dangerous for you to have a drink at 19 and you're going to destroy the fabric of the Western world or you're not. Right. Right. Okay, so grandfathered in. Oh, yeah. Like, I guess, like, you were already 18 and you were drinking. Or like have for, it taken away from you. For buildings that nowadays you, if you're building a new building, it has to be ADA compliant, mm-hmm. but if the building is over a certain age and it's already been built, that it's okay, it's grandfathered mm-hmm. that doesn't have to comply with ADA regulations. Right. All right. <clears throat> So where does that come from? So it says, someone wrote, quick reminder that the grandfather clause is a racist policy that was used to purposefully disenfranchise black voters after the Civil War. Fantastic. Most of us hear the term grandfather clause, we think of this generalized description, what I just said. Um, But according to the historical definition, Mm -hmm. grandfather clause, statutory or constitutional device enacted by seven southern states between 1895 and 1910 to deny suffrage to African Americans. Uh, No, it was about heritage. It provided (laughs) (laughs) those who had enjoyed the right to vote prior to 1866 or 1867 or their lineal descendants would be exempt from educational property or tax requirements for voting. So basically it meant that... um, yeah, the requirements were were changed, and black people weren't able to vote after this certain date. Yeah, it's still going. They're still trying to make attempts at that today by yeah. disenfranchising people. Right. So, <clears throat> and black people were required to fill out impossible literacy tests and pay exorbitant poll taxes in order to vote. Yeah. Yeah, and so many people were unable to vote while white people weren't held to the same standard. I had no idea that's where grandfather clause came from. Yeah, of course. It's very, like, very few phrases that we have in this country don't have some kind of racist background. Um, hmm, I didn't know about that one. So, Grandfather Clause. Yeah. I I don't think anyone knows. I mean, people use that, I see it in academic writing, I see it in legal writing, I hear people at all levels of society using that phrase. I doubt anybody really knows what it means. Yeah. So, I know. Because uh, who was it? Ann Coulter was saying, if only people with at least four grandparents born in America were allowed to vote. She's a lizard. What is she talking <laughs> yeah. about? 
Yeah. She seems like someone who could catch a fly across the room. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> like that. Yeah. She was a cartoon character. Good luck to her. You know what? The people can, no one can live forever. Yes. Frequently, I report on the Hallmark TV originals. You do. I give a little synopsis and we go over it. And I was thinking like, you know what? What if I wanted to write something for Hallmark? So I was like, let me Google that. And I did. And it says here, there, it comes up right away. Write for us. Well, there's a picture of a young woman. You can't see age, race, or anything like that, but you can see it's a woman okay. at her computer. Mm-hmm. Very excited to pen something for Hallmark Publishing. So they are taking unagented submissions. No agent really? required. Yeah. Total amateur. It's awesome. If you have an agent and you would like to submit a proposal or manuscript, the agent should contact the person. Yeah. They have okay. to contact. So if you have an agent, you can go. But they're saying, hey, if you don't have an agent, you don't have one, here. fine. Yeah. Um, there are open submissions until September of 2019. Uh, full-length novels from authors without agents. Oh, for. wow. Okay. So this is Hallmark Publishing. Uh, to submit, you'll need to send a short query letter as an email. They want a two- to four-page synopsis, the, whole, the manuscript. Okay, so it has to be done. It has to be done. Uh, it should be double spaced and plain, easy to read font, twelve to four, twelve to fourteen point size. Very easy. So you don't have to have special software no, to do this. You, you can could just just turn it in as a PDF or as a wow. Word document locked. How, I think this is pretty cool. This is great. Um, they have submission guidelines, but is, this is what they're looking for. So I was like, maybe we should write one of these. Yeah. And I started reading. I was like, I don't know if we can. They're looking for. Now let's see if this is in our wheelhouse. Is that what they say? Okay. Yes. Uh, wholesome. <laughs> Sweet, no romance novels and cozy mysteries. A cozy, mystery. I know from seventy five thousand to nine thousand words. We love romance and mystery that all that celebrates friendship. So the killer crept up the stairs in a co- no in a double knit sweater <laughs> yes. made with, of mohair and with wool a, with a mug of cocoa. Yeah. So in cozy <laughs> mysteries, the the murder happens off page. Okay, a page left. Okay, if you will. Um, it's already a done deal. It's done deal, it's ref- or it's referred to. You never see it. It's cozy. Um, we love romances and mysteries that also celebrate friendship, family, and or community ties. All stories must have a happy ending. Oh, well, <laughs> we can certainly help with that. We're looking for contemporary stories set in the U.S. We especially love to see seasonal themes for romance. Winter, Valentine's Day, June Brides, Beach Reads, no. Fall, and Christmas. Um... Nothing for summer. For Christmas and winter romances, we like to see a snowy locale. <laughs> That's what they say? <laughs> yes. They're getting very specific about what they want. Uh, for Hallmark Mysteries, strong seasonal themes are discouraged. We don't public. We don't publish Christmas mysteries. Why not? Yeah, so there's no... Come on. <laughs> Santa They're like, missing. That's for those lifetime amateurs over there. <laughs> yes. We're Hallmark. <laughs> we don't... <laughs> Yeah, that's not. This is a Hallmark Mysteries. We as, we'd especially Grow up. Yeah, we'd especially like to see series ideas with female amateur sleuths. Oh, okay. Uh, sense of humor is always a plus. We tend to. This is what they don't want: sad. Oh. Anything distressing. Ele, uh, distressing elements, including but not limited to terminal illness. All right. Abuse, addiction, early stages of grief, late stages okay. Late stage, I mean, just coming right out of it. Like yeah, a phoenix rising. Well, you're from the getting re, you're getting remarried. Okay. okay, and that's the you know, and you you meet at like a grief counseling session. Or something. Yeah. I don't know. Um, 
They don't want to see children or animals in any kind of peril. You successfully completed your fifth stage of grief. Yes. <clears throat> now here's your Hallmark TV original. We aren't looking for stories with a strong religious theme. You hear that, people? You're out. Yeah. Hashtag blessed. Not so much. <laughs> but faith may be depicted as a part of characters' lives. They could mention church. And their values. Or say they have gone to it or mention their values. We don't do romantic suspense. <laughs> will he? <laughs> won't. Oh, they will, they won't. They won't. What? We don't publish romantic suspense. I don't even know what that is. Romantic. Well, it, <laughs> that's exactly. kind of like romantic suspense. Oh, yeah. Will or won't he? Exactly. Ask me to the dance. Or who is it? I didn't even know who he was. Yeah. He was amazing. <laughs> I built a life. I built a life with him. I barely know him. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it's marry him first, then see his bank account. Yes. That's suspense. That's suspense. We aren't interested in paranormal romance, so no. none of that, you know, Bigfoot. Bigfoot and Bigfoot, you. Yeah, Bigfoot and me. None of that kind of stuff. <laughs> we aren't interested in paranormal romance in general, but we're open to time travel oh. and a little bit of magic. Okay. Well, what kind of magic? Are they talking about dark magic? No, or just, just like... small sleight of hand, I think. Just some basic... Oh, card tricks or, or potions? Close-up close up magic, maybe. Okay. But they do... They will do a fortune teller. <clears throat> oh, okay. We've seen that. So scrying, I guess, is okay. Okay. Um, nothing dark. Looking into the mirror. Yeah. And seeing something else. Seeing something else, that kind of thing. With no children's books, <clears throat> no young adult novels, no other fiction or non-fiction genres at this time. Okay. Just don't. No nudity. Ah, no sex, profanity, or graphic depictions of sexuality or violence will be accepted. If, the, if there's going to be physical interaction, just hugging and kissing. That's it. That's it. And then the uh, next chapter. No dry humping. No dry humping. No finger blasting. None of that. Um, we avoid backstories about infidelity or promiscuity. If she used to be a hoe, we don't want to know. No. <laughs> Doesn't matter. <laughs> you know. In murder mysteries, the murder must happen, as I said, off page. <laughs> <laughs> it's a nice government policy, too. Yeah. We don't want to know. Yeah. Yeah, that's like a good don't ask, don't yeah. tell. You know, you're a hoe. Right. We don't want to know. We're not interested. We'd love to see diverse stories from diverse authors. That was white ladies, stop it. You sent it enough. Yeah. <laughs> white women between 18 and 35, they got you. Yeah. Right? They want to move on from that. Um, and they don't want anything that's been previously published. So, go ahead. If you want to send him something, Hallmark Publishing at crownmedia.com until September 20th. I'm thinking about doing one of these. Yeah, that was, I, you know what? A cozy mystery with some hugging. With some hugging and um, Co some cocoa. And no promiscuity in the background. Yeah. Like, it's just light hugging. How long is this? How many pages? Um, this has to be 75,000 uh, words. That's not that That's bad. That's not bad. To maximum 90,000. Because it, it, after 90,000, it's no longer cozy. <laughs> anymore. You've gone past cozy. Like into. Yeah. Into, to, what do you get into? You're past cozy. I just think that people are tired at that A point. The, the sun has set. Yeah. Right? So I'm thinking these are things that you would like, if you hit the beach early in the morning, by three, once that third, fourth margarita kicks in, you're at the end. Yeah, the uh, I got it. You know got what I mean? It, and you're ready to leave it for the next person. Got it. So yeah, why not either a cozy mystery or a... Uh, a no dry humping romance. Yes. I've never even read a romance book. You've never read one? No, oh, why on earth would I read you a would, romance? You would like it because there's a lot of uh, talk of the word member. <laughs> would I be snickering <laughs> the whole time? <laughs> it's this throbbing member. Uh, yeah, I'm like a 12-year-old yeah. reading it. Yeah. 
All right, what do you have? Uh, I have some legal hikey. Okay, so legal hikey is when we report on just some legal madness in the news. Where did you get this from? I got this. I don't know where I got. I might be from your husband. From a legal public. Greg send it. I don't know. I can't remember if Greg sent it or not. So Greg, if you did send this, thank you. If you didn't, then you know what? Maybe you should have. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So what is it? So man loses lawsuit claiming boss bullied him by farting. Oh. I fart in your general direction. <laughs> got personal. Well, this is this was in Australia. An Australian appeals. Does that change things? That's in Australia. <laughs> if you want to put in their, their, you know, some yeah. their slang yeah. and the accent makes it even more interesting. Okay. Uh, they dismissed, a, the, the court um, dismissed a bullying case brought on by an engineer who accused his former supervisor of repeatedly breaking wind toward, toward him. Breaking wind? Yes. <clears throat> the engineer, David Hinkst, Allegations, um, even if it was true, even if they it was true, they said the flatulence did not necessarily constitute bullying. Okay. Come on. I mean, what was the guy supposed to do? Was he coming over by him and lighting it? Like, what was the nature of this yeah, this, breaking of wind? This 56-year-old man Alleged. is seeking $1.8 million Australian dollars, which is 1.3 USDs, okay. um, <clears throat> to, from his former employer, construction engineering. Isn't that a bit... He testified that he moved out of a communal office space to avoid supervisor Greg Short's flatulence. He told the court when he entered... When Short would enter Hink's small windowless office several times a day and break wind. Uh, Hinkst alleged that Mr. Short would regularly break wind on him or at him. How? Mr. Short thinking this to be funny. <laughs> Okay, now I get it. And now Hanks, then he said he would spray short with deodorant and call his supervisor Mr. Stinky. Okay, well that sounds like he's going along with yeah. it. He would, These are two grown men yes, who's, behaving as so such. So the quote is, he would fart behind me and walk away. He would do this five or six times a day. Um, short said, told the court, he didn't recall breaking wind in his office, but I may have done it once or twice. <laughs> He didn't recall. Hanks also accused Short of being abusive over the phone, using profane language and taunting him. Mm-hmm. Was it butt related? <laughs> the language of the taunt. The, uh, the appeal judges found Hanks put the issue of Mr. Short's flatulence in the forefront of his bullying case, arguing that flatulence flatulence constitute assault. Do you think? Really? Do you think it does. Yeah. No. I um, mean, it's going to have to be one hell of a flatulence. <laughs> to constitute assault. Yeah, so uh, he argues he was bullied in the workplace until his job was terminated. Wow. So he would go in there. And, and let let it rip. Let it rip or go stand behind him and let it rip. And the guy would spray deodorant at him and call him Mr. Stinky, which doesn't, <laughs> to me, sound like he's upset. Yeah. You know what I mean? This guy probably thought, he loves it. Yeah. Oh, this is great. We're, we're having so much fun. Yeah. Why did he, I mean, did he say anything? I, he didn't, it doesn't say he said more than do that. That's bizarre. I, I think, like, he was asking for too much. If he said, like, look, I need, like, ten grand. Yeah. This was annoying. But well, one, he was also let go. and so Because of like, the flatulence? Because he, he was bullied until his job was terminated. But terminated, that his job was terminated, sounds to me like his job ended. Yeah. Not that he was terminated, but the job was terminated. Yeah, they, they're saying that they, the construction company argued his job was terminated because of a downturn in construction work due to the global financial crisis in late 2008. Okay. Which 
Yeah, that's was legit. Legit. Yeah. Plus the flatulence. That was a worldwide thing. Yeah. That really... You can't put that on some guy's flatulence. <laughs> Weird. Yeah. Isn't that funny? There's got to, there must have been a better way for him to frame that with his attorney than this. I mean, the att- you can't lead with that. I don't know. But what if, what if your boss, a man, <clears throat> kept walking over to you and farting and then going, um, ha and walk away? It would probably happen once. <laughs> Before I called HR and was like, what's going on? And like, maybe I would have been terminated and then had to sue after. But I can't, I can't put up with that yeah, kind of right, behavior. Right, right. You can't let that go. I'm not going to bring in a can of deodorant and spray and give it a name. Yeah. <laughs> you know I mean? Like, I'm going to have to be like, this is unacceptable. Yeah, yeah, Immediately. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you could see that somebody has accidents every so often or whatever. But yeah. not that they come over and deliberately let it. Yeah. Rip. And then may, and then refer to it. No, I wouldn't well, let this go on. You didn't grow up with brothers. No, I did not. Yeah, one of the. Some but of I had them. cousins, and but I, and I think they did, each of them maybe did something like that once before I was like, "Come over here again, I have a sharp stick." <laughs> because I don't, I don't particularly care for that. Yeah. I f- don't find it funny. You know, I have no I sense of humor when it comes to that. I guess. Yeah. What did you do? You had to fight him off. No, the, it, it, again, it happened like once or twice. Mm-hmm. Did you lick them or something? I've seen people do I'd that. I beat them. Yeah. yeah, I beat them. Okay. Yeah. Well, there you go. I've seen. I had friends who their brothers would do stuff, and then they would lick their brother on the face, and they would get the brother would get freaked out. Oh, okay. Because yeah. apparently they don't like that. No, well, no, I didn't do that. No, <laughs> I, I would hit them. I would hit them with a spoon, like a okay. big spoon. That works. I would have sharpened the spoon, Bessie. Where are you going? <laughs> I still like it. <laughs> that was like the disciplinarian spoon, yes. you know. And then they were like, like, you know, it's not worth it. Farting yeah. on Katie. It was not, we're not getting anywhere. Yeah, because she gets up fast. Yeah. <laughs> it's, just, it's just not funny to me. Yeah. I don't know. Apparently, oh, you know what I Mr. Did, Short found it funny. I did. I was talking about farts with my nephew, who was kind of young. Okay, I was just that was hilarious. Which, yes, it's very funny. Um, but then, like, a few minutes later after the conversation was over... The family were talking about different things, and then he runs up and he farts on his mother. Oh no! <laughs> I was just like, oh, they like that. I had nothing to do with that. <laughs> Did you? Were you the first one to be like, why are you do? Why are you thinking about that? That is disgusting. How dare you? I feel so bad for his mom. She was probably just hurt and angry. No, she was just like, no, she heard the whole conversation. Oh, okay. she so heard she the knew, conversation. And she was just like, and I'm like, you know, I'm sorry. She's like, thanks a lot. Yeah, I was like, yeah, I didn't expect that, but I guess I should have. <laughs> There's only one way that that could end, and that was it. Yeah, I mean, our children find it very funny, and I find it funny that they think it's funny. Yeah, but at a certain point, it's just not something that's appropriate for a corporate environment, no. even in Australia, right. even in construction, <laughs> even in 2008 when the recession is, you know, and everybody on is, is on edge. Yeah, you think that's gonna, you know, kind of, I don't know, make. Soften the blow. Yeah, with soften fin- the blow or, you know. Financial stress. No. Farting on people. Oh, weird. How embarrassing that it's in the news. Hey, you know it is a free podcast. Free of charge. F-O-C. Free as a bird. Free. Free falling, even. Well, it's free for listeners. We put a lot of hard work into this. Editing and online hosting is, frankly, thirsty work. It gets pretty dry in this studio. And you know we love a tasteful white wine. If you like our style, consider buying a gala drink. We've added a PayPal donation button to heyyouknowit.com so you can show us some love with a one-time or recurring donation to cover a little something from the vine. For $5, you'll be hooking us up with a happy hour glass of tasteful white wine, a four-ounce pour. For a 10-spot, 
we can split a bottle of wine from the bodega across the street. For $15, we can kick it with a jug because who are we kidding? For $25, you'll be making our dreams come true with a box of tasteful white wine concealed with a Mylar skin. Mmm, box of wine. So uh, I've got some penis news. Penis news is my favorite segment where okay. I report on uh, scrotum stories, dick updates, member on the move. Oh, yeah. This one is a bit of a tragedy. Oh, no. Yeah, what um, did they stick it in this Billionaire time? dies during penis enlargement. <gasps> I know. Oh, Don't I can't really old, feel bad for how him. How old was he? Um, he was 65. Oh. Come on, man. How much time left do you have to use that thing? It's been working for the past 65 years. It's fine. Yeah. It's fine. It's fine. Just pay more money to whoever's on the receiving yeah. end. That's all. And you know what? It'll be fine. There, no one, Did someone complain yeah. about it? If they did, that's not a person you used to be with. Um, when diamond trading billionaire Ehud Lanaido walked into a posh clinic on the banks of the Champs-Elysees. This is what they're wasting good real estate on? Yeah. <laughs> to get his penis enlarged last Saturday. He had no idea it would cost him his life. <laughs> This week in Toxic I, Masculinity. It's a, actually, that was the, the, the article. It's oh. in the section of Toxic Masculinity. Oh, it is. That's really? like a, it's like op-eds, you know, sports news, the toxic weather, masculinity. Toxic Masculinity. Well, you know what? It has to get out there. So Yeah, well, it got into him and it killed him. Yeah. Um, so it says the story is tragic, but it doesn't mean that augmentation is unsafe. So basically, they're trying to say this guy didn't die from having his penis enlarged. He died from, because uh, he had a bad heart. And he was given anesthesia. Mm -hmm. But still, he was there to get a big dick. Yeah. And instead, he, he died. Got, uh, he got a... Yeah. Um, so, they're saying he was... He wanted a bigger Peter, but he went and he met St. Peter. He met St. Peter, as it were. <laughs> That's my joke. So... Uh, not well constructed, well, but it's all right. Much like this penis operation. <laughs> okay. Somewhat of a fail. Yeah. Um, so, according to, to one of the doctors... They're saying that he went in there for several different procedures at once. So he was gonna, he was like, do the whole thing, just remake it. Was it all on his genitals? Yeah, he was going what? in for a surgical lengthening. Wow. Where he was gonna snip the ligament at the base of the penis, oh. so the dong, you know, there's more hanging. Right, right. So it looks longer. Yeah. It looks longer. And then he was also gonna get some filler injections for length and girth. And this is the hyaluronic acid again that oh, everybody really? is using Everybody's that on lasts that. like a minute. Yeah. You can have a huge Johnson for like a week. And then, and then you're going to be on the hook to produce that again the next time you see your partner or partners. So again, just pay the partner a little more, and yes. guess what? It's still yes. big. That or be... They'll tell you that. Or be nice, um, and then maybe, um, you know, update your repertoire. Yeah. I'll say no one's going to be complaining about it. So um, basically, the men are getting these injections, and they're about 250 to $750. This is injecting hyaluronic acid into your <clears throat> penis, and they get 10 injections at once. That's 10 needles pricks to your wow. penis. Wow. I find that crazy. It's wow. not, yeah, and, and it doesn't last that's that long. That's a lot. It, so they're going in regularly. And going through this pain. Yeah. To, for, make... to make it look bigger. And it's interesting because I know a lot of people do Botox, and I know people who do Botox. It's actually, I've done it before myself. It's not that painful. Mm -hmm. um, but also, everybody sees it all the time. Mm -hmm. okay? So I feel like people are getting their money's worth. With this, how That's often right. do you see it's it? That's right. It's right there on Front Street. Yeah. Your my forehead, your face is out there. This penis, it, how often does it come out? <laughs> 
Well, you, you know? know that he's in the locker room at the gym, like... Waving it around that extra quarter of an inch. You think anyone's going to notice? Yeah. Because everyone looks away. But it's not It's not like you're going to... It's like when you are when you get a haircut, if it's dramatically shorter, I notice. If you get a trim, I'm like, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. This is the same kind of thing. It's not going to be like there's two penises there <laughs> and three balls. It's not something dramatic yeah. like that. Yeah. It just can't be. It doesn't work that way. No, you know? it doesn't. It's, it doesn't it's work a filler. And exactly. I'm afraid that, I fear, because this stuff is catching up with you fast. This having to look good, you know, the things that women have been dealing with are coming to men very, very quickly. And I'm afraid that the future of the penis is going to be something like Catwoman. You know, that the woman was getting a lot of, like, facial, mm. and then she started to look stranger and stranger. We're going to see some weird stuff in the future out there with penises. It's going to be weird penises. Because they're, they're going to keep working on them and keep working on them until it just looks like... <laughs> It's going to be out of control. Like? Like when you've seen a face that's had too much work. Like the penis and the testicles will be all fused into one giant base? Yeah. One one weird thing. That's what I think is. I don't don't know what's going to happen, but I know that... that It's It's going to be like just a big like triangle situation. Or or it's going to be like like the Empire State Building or something weird down there. Like, Like... You know what I mean? They're going to start... You want the pyramid? You want the... Yeah. The, the Empire State Building. That's what I'm saying. They're going to yeah. start adding more and more stuff to it. Right. <laughs> and it's just like when, when people start having plastic surgery and they keep going and you're like, you look weird. They're like, no, I look fine. What are you yeah. talking about? It's like, you look like a cat. I want it really thin at the end. Mm-hmm. Really big at the end. And then they'll start to come up with stuff like, well, I, you know, we, we were just working on the shaft, but we noticed the left ball yeah. could have a little more buoyancy to it. Right. We got something for that. That's where it's going to go. It's going to. We're going to see weird, weird stuff out there. Or they're going to try to be like, you know what? I want a Russell Crowe or a John Hamm. Right. Give me that. It'll be, yeah, Celebrity Penis style. Celebrity Penis. A new show. On you can e. So you can pick? Yeah, whatever you want. Like, give me, I want a Keanu Reeves. Yeah. I don't know what that means. I want a Christopher Walken. Yeah. <laughs> Why? I think I think he's supposed to be very big. Right? Oh, I have no oh, yeah. idea. I think okay. that is like that, or it's him and it's. Um, For some reason, I Milton Berle. <laughs> give me the Uncle Milty. Yeah, give me an Uncle Milty because he's known for having a big one. Or maybe it's not just about big. Maybe it's something else. Yeah. Okay. You know? I'm just saying, gentlemen. Now's the time to back off of this and leave it alone. Whatever you have going on, it's it's fine. It's fine. This guy's dead now. What what difference does it make what size his penis is? Because he's dead in a coffin. And uh, he didn't make out his will. Probably not. I know. Sad. That's sad. Yeah. Penis PSA. Anyway, what do you have? I have advice on advice. All right. Advice on advice is the same one. We find advice on the internet that stinks. And it's unqualified. And we improve upon it by giving our advice on that advice. Hence, advice on advice. All right. All right. This is E. Jean. Oh, awesome. Got some E. Jean here. Okay. Dear E. Jean, do you have a guide to having fun? (laughs) What? How? I'm 26. I think I'm missing out. I speak five languages. Mm -hmm. Keep fit, eat healthy, volunteer, and work. I work a lot, and I feel miserable because I don't know how to have fun. If someone invites me for drinks, I don't see the point. (laughs) Why should I waste two hours chit-chatting when I could just go home and read and cook and take a bath? You selfish bee. Stay at home. Don't don't darken someone else's doorstep with your... I actually love cooking, reading, and knitting. I do yoga and ballet. Oh, my goodness. When is she... She doesn't have any free time. And my few friends are older than me. Uh, There's so much I want to do. Read more history. Write. Create my own shirts. Huh? 
And none of this, <laughs> Are you serious? And none of this involves having fun. Create my own shirts? No. Okay, so, so she says, my boyfriend says... She's my, got a boyfriend. Yeah, I know. Which, my boyfriend jokes saying that I have hobby, the hobbies of an old lady. And when I go out, he calls it my grandma club. How do I learn to have fun? How do I become cool like the people my age? No, you're just going to have to wait till you get old. Confession, I don't watch TV, and I can't name more than ten movies or singers because I don't care. Huh? How have you not seen <sighs> ten movies in your life in America? Well, that's a, it's uh, almost impossible. I'm sure she's exaggerating, but the thing is, she doesn't listen to music, go to the movies. She doesn't have, like, all her friends are old, and I she was, likes to knit. I was raised never to trust anyone who doesn't like music. Yeah. And it doesn't matter what kind of music you like, but you've got to like some kind of music. It's yeah. creepy. Who doesn't like music? And when it, or happened This to, woman! Right. So this is a person who doesn't like to have fun. Like, she has hobbies. Yeah. And she amuses herself, and she has things she likes to do. It seems like all of her hobbies, though, are about self-actualization. And then she said she volunteers a little bit. Yeah. Um, but none of her hobbies are about doing things, really, with other people. Right. Or creating something with other people. Right. So either she's doing this knitting, she's not, you know, she's knitting her own thing, mm-hmm. and maybe she's sitting around with these old broads or whatever, and they're knitting together, but, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. But she doesn't, it seems like she doesn't really want to interact with a lot of people, or any but people, what? really. Uh, then, which is fine. She just you, is finding people to do things alongside her. Near. Yeah. Like, in view of. Yes. Other people. As in proximity of. <laughs> She's not interested in like relationships with other yeah, people. Yeah, like bonding with those people or using that uh, mm-hmm. that activity as something to connect with other people. Why is she concerned about it? It seems like her life is okay. She's like, there's so much I want to do. Read more history, write, create my own shirts. Okay. None Good. of these things involve other people. Yeah. So go ahead and do them. All right, what does Eugene say? <clears throat> Eugene's like, I fell asleep. Well, <laughs> <laughs> Eugene's like, I'm going to kick her. Yeah. Um, I was getting wine during this one, huh? Okay, my dearest girl, says Eugene, how about a game, Miss Mars? Pick the most fun thing on the following list. Okay. Knitting, cooking, reading, ballet, yoga, creating your own shirts, or girls' night out with a squad of old ladies. No, she didn't say creating your own shirts again. That's just being rude. (laughs) Hardy, har, har, fooled you. They're all fun, especially the knitting and the shirts. As Albert Einstein said... Um, if you're not having fun with clothes, I think you're missing something. She's kidding. Okay. <laughs> but this person isn't going to get that. I bet you the woman who wrote this has no sense of humor. Yeah. That's, that's probably it. Yeah. She can't relate. She's like, your, har- your hobbies are fun. Yeah, those sound like great hobbies. Every one of them is deliciously, deeply pleasurable. So I'm guessing the fun you're asking about is the kind of thing that causes you to scream, collapse on the ground, and pound the lawn in helpless smurf. Okay. For this to happen, hold on, you may need to step in, into the kitchen and brace yourself with the cooking sherry. You must instigate... <laughs> just knock a few back, yeah. and just chill out. You must instigate an activity that whips up surprises. If you mm-hmm. want to be absolutely paralyzed with laughter, go play a game of tag with your boyfriend in the summer twilight or roller skate a home from work or climb a tree without wearing... Roller under- skate, it was the 70s. Eugene wrote this. <laughs> I know. She said, or climb a tree without wearing underpants. Okay. Okay. Or speak all five of your languages after sucking on a helium balloon. Okay. I don't know about you, but that would cause me to grip the high boy to stop myself from sagging to my knees in hilarity. Or invite the grandma club to compete in the world championship Spanx race. And award the crown to the old lady who manages, while fully shod and clothed, to get both feet 
into the leg holes of a small pair of Spanx and run across the finish line first. That's so bizarre. Yeah, it is bizarre, but it's just like... Just come up with something. Yeah, like do... Just do... Do something and I guess do it faster with more intensity. Yeah. You know? <laughs> or just... Don't, don't be so serious about it. Yeah. That's, that's what she's trying to say. Oh, that's so sad. I mean, but it seems like she... Maybe she's getting this feedback from other people. Yeah. Maybe other people are like, look, Carol. I mean, she's just boring. You're just boring. She's just boring. Yeah. That's all. She's happy doing her things, but yeah. she doesn't have anything to say. I'm sorry. Did my mom write this? Who wrote this? <laughs> <laughs> you know? You can be very productive and have a variety of interests. It doesn't mean that yep. you're exciting. Nope. doesn't mean that you're fun. No. People like to be around And you, you don't have to have... I think maybe her... Her characterization of fun is like what other people are having. Yeah. <laughs> other people are having fun. I'm doing these activities. Yeah. You know? Well, she says she doesn't like going out and having drinks with, with people her own age. Okay, Which, fine. Eventually you will be old and it's not going to matter. Yeah. Some people are more mature, younger than other people. Um, I don't know. I mean, these old ladies that she's hanging out with, maybe they're, you think they're probably bored with it too. Like, oh, yeah. here she comes. Yeah. Put her away to, put her away to Chablis, Rose. Yeah. Yeah. You know, like, yeah, oh, we gotta, now comes. we got a knit. We were watching a porn. But now we got a knit. <laughs> but now we got a knit. Oh, we can make our own shirts now. Great. I know. What are we doing? We're making our own fucking shirts. I can't believe this is my retirement. <laughs> <laughs> is she even anyone's granddaughter Great. Where is she, she, she going to go wearing her own shirt? I don't know. What is this? Make my own shirt? I'm, I'm wondering, is she designing a t-shirt with her own fun slogan? Or is oh, there no. puffy paint on it? That's what I... Is it bedazzled? That's not only designing my own shirts. Gonna sell them on the internet? I don't know, on Etsy or something? I don't know. Then she'll be complaining about that. I want my business to be more fun. Live in moderation. Yeah. The, <laughs> across the chest. It'll be fun shirts. Live in moderation. Yeah. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> No, she's just not looking for any kind of extreme in any kind, any, either, in any way, in what, any direction. I feel like she's the kind of person that if she did one of these things, she'd have a heart attack. Yeah. And they'd be like, well, here, here lies Carol. Yeah. Fun killed her. Yeah. So, I don't know how would, I think that it's the definition of fun. Yeah. I would just say, hey, you're, it seems like you're already having fun. Uh, like I said, faster with greater intensity, definitely add a substance of some kind of wine Add or a, a substance, beer. and don't take yourself so seriously. Yeah, and just chill out. And she's got a boyfriend, so, you know. Well, he must be great. <laughs> maybe maybe he thinks she's interesting. I mean, she's very active. Yeah. You know, maybe he's like, this is fine. Yeah maybe, yeah, maybe he had a rough childhood. He's like, I just yeah, want boring. I just want boring. I just I'm want boring. I want dependable. White bread, mayonnaise. I want a t-shirt. American cheese. With you my know. name on it. Yeah, now she's, maybe the t-shirt designing thing, he's like, I don't know, Carol. <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't know. Designing her own shirts? Yeah. Mm, what I do you know? know. Um, so there's this photograph that was circulating the internet showing a fisherman, this is from Australia as well, um, showing a fisherman posing with the enormous head of a mako shark. Just the head. Mm-hmm. And it looked as if something had bitten the rest of it and eaten it. So this, the shark that they found was like 600 to 800 pounds. So they're theorizing what bit it in half. Ooh. And then they were saying... You're a clean bite right in half? <laughs> well, that's what it looked like initially, like a clean bite. 
So then they were, uh, the question was, should people swimming in the area be afraid that there's some gigantic shark out there that's eating 600 to 800 pound sharks? To which I say, you need to be concerned about the 600 to 800 pound shark. Like, yeah, it that doesn't was really matter. Yeah, it, it doesn't matter if there's a bigger shark than that. Like, yeah. any shark, for me, that's over 100 pounds is really cause for concern. Right. Um, but after a lot of uh, research, they found that it wasn't that one thing had bitten it. It either was pulled along by something, or maybe it was already injured, and a lot of little things came in. Oh, and, okay, and, and finished the, the job. Finished the job. Okay. Um, but just the idea that they're like, well, there's 600 to 800 pound sharks, and that's fine, but if there's a larger shark out here, maybe we shouldn't be swimming. <laughs> Australia. It's not, it's just not big, a big enough deal, right? No, it's, like it's just not. They're like, these are our regular Mako sharks. Um... The head alone was 220 pounds. <gasps> Are you Just kidding? the head of the shark. Wow. Yeah, it's pretty scary. You don't have a chance with these things. How big was it? Did they say how many feet? Um, they don't know. Yeah. But, you know, a 220-pound head? <laughs> you know, like, just go from there. Right, right. I say, you know, uh, so, yeah, they find, as it comes out, it was not one gigantic bite. Uh, it was scavenged. Um or, uh, you know, picked at by a lot of little sharks oh. and other animals. And then apparently they didn't want the head. Wow. <laughs> Maybe it's just not tasty. Yeah, well, that's know. just like a lot of people don't like the head yeah. of the fish. I, all the fish don't like the head of fish either. Yeah, so it's, it's universal. It's universal. Thank you for listening to Hey You Know It. Stay in touch with us during the week. Follow us on Twitter. Follow us on Tumblr. Go to iTunes and leave us a five-star review. We'll read it on an upcoming show regardless of content. As always, we love your emails. Send us an email at heyyouknowit at gmail.com with your comments, questions, and segment ideas. Emails will also be read on upcoming shows. Please tell your friends about us because you know we don't advertise. And let them know we can be found on iTunes at stitcher.com and at heyyouknowit.com. Thanks.